The Mind Aware, 563. We get it. You've got a busy life. Family, friends, community involvement, pets, and sometimes you're working a day job on top of it all. So how can you find time to market your business? You do it by finding one marketing method that will bring you all the leads and clients you need. Take the Marketing Superpower Quiz at YourMarketingSuperpower.com to find out the marketing method that's best suited for you. Discover the marketing method that uses your natural gifts. It's easy at YourMarketingSuperpower.com and it's free. When you discover your marketing superpower for free at YourMarketingSuperpower.com, you can focus your marketing and work fewer hours. Go to YourMarketingSuperpower.com right now and take the quiz. It's free, and in just a few minutes, you'll know how to market your business the easy way and get more leads and clients today. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. Great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, hello, Dana Wild here, and welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be able to spend this time with you. So you may have heard through the grapevine that my sweet buddy Kitty, he's a cat named Buddy, that's why we call him Buddy Kitty, passed over the proverbial Rainbow Bridge earlier this year. And he was an old, old kitty. He was like probably 19 years old. He was a stray when I got him. So we just had to ballpark his age. But he was with me for a very, very long time. And I have talked about life lessons that I've learned from Buddy now and again. But there's one in particular that I think is maybe the single most important thing in building a business. Ooh, curious, are you? <laughs> Well, let me tell you, because he was a master at it, and so I thought I would share it. Buddy was a gray Persian-type breed because he was a stray. I'm not 100% sure if he was a Persian, but he looked like that. He had really big blue-gray fur, fluffy, fluffy fur, and one of that sweet little face with bright eyes. And shortly after we got him, I had moved out into the country, and I was living out on this acreage in Minnesota. It was like 60 acres or something, and it was a farm-type lifestyle. And the house was set up with cat doors. And nowadays, we wouldn't let our cats run free. But at the time, I didn't know. And I was living by myself, and Buddy could come and go as he pleased. So he'd run out the cat door. He had one cat door on one side that went out into the porch and another cat door that went outside. And he would stay on the land on the 60 acres. He was pretty territorial about the land and have the time of his life, and he'd come back in, come and go as he pleased all the time. So one night, I was in the kitchen in this house, and it was on the other side of where the cat doors were. There was a front door where the cat doors were, and the back door was where the kitchen was. No cat door on that side. 
And I was cooking something, who knows, cooking something in a pan. And Buddy sat there at the door, the back door, waiting for me to open it. And I knew that that's what he wanted because it was closer to where he was going. But he just sat there and I was talking to him as crazy cat people do. Who out there, do you talk to your animals? (laughs) I'm going to guess that if you're in this sandbox, you probably talk to your animals because that's just the kind of people we are, right? So I'm talking to Buddy and I'm saying, no, I'm not opening that door. You have your own door. Go, go, go to the other door. You know how to do it. I'm busy. I don't want this to burn. Stop staring at me like that, right? So, of course, he's not saying a word. Now, here's the thing. Buddy had a lot of vocal range. He could, you know, cry and howl and moan and meow and he'd get a mouse or something and you'd never hear the end of it. He would tell you who was there. But when he really, really wanted something, he didn't make a sound. Not one sound. Not even his cute little, I'm opening my mouth and not making a sound, but you could tell I'm doing the silent meow sound. Nothing. He would just stare and usually not even stare at me or whoever he was trying to influence. He would just stare at what he wanted. And so here he is in the kitchen staring at this door. And it was almost like a contest, like who could be the, the you know struggle of the wills or the battle of the wills? Who could? And I don't mean Williams. Oh, my. Now I'm going to Cheeseland. But it really was like he was going he was sitting there and would I open the door or not? And frankly, it probably would have taken me one second to open the door, but it was the principle of the thing at the time. So I'm still cooking and we're going through and it seemed like an eternity, but it was probably only five minutes of his staring at that door and me talking to him and then ignoring him for like all of 60 seconds and then talking to him again and then ignoring him again for maybe 120 seconds all the while he just sat and stared at that door and he knew he could go out the other door. He knew he could leave anytime he wanted to at the other cat door, but he wanted that door open. He wanted that door open. So obviously, guess who won? Yeah, I wish I could say it was me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> but he won. I opened the door, let him outside, out he went. So what's the moral of the story? And I bet you've guessed it by now. He knew I was going to open that door for him. And he knew it because He was so focused on it, there was no other option. There was no other alternative except for that door to open. And there was one person in the room who could open it, and that was me. His knowing was so strong that that door bended to his will. That door bended to his will because his knowing was so strong, it was going to open up. I remember interviewing somebody quite a while ago. It's got to be five, six years ago now. And I wish I could give him credit. I don't remember his name off the bat right now. But he would always say he was a salesman. And he would say, if you go into a room to sell somebody something, and one person's happy and one person's angry, the two people are going to come out in one mood or the other, and it's going to be the people who are most committed to their mood. So if you're more committed to being happy than that person is to being angry, two happy people are going to walk out of that room. And so it is when we want something. 
And so it is when we really, really have a desire or a goal or some object of our attention that we want to bend to our will. How does it happen? It happens by knowing. It happens by focus. It happens by eliminating all other options. And lo and behold, even if you're furry and you're tiny and you don't have any hands, a door will magically open for you because you have that much knowing. You are so sure of yourself. You're so sure of what you get. So Buddy has given me many lessons, and maybe I will talk about other lessons that I've learned from him on the show. And by the way, side note, he taught his sister Hannah this trick, and now she's got this down too, right? She knows how to be completely silent and stare at what she wants. I don't care if it's a food dish or a door or whatever it is. She knows how to get what she wants, and she learned that from Buddy, as did I. How do you get what you want? No matter what, even if all the odds are against you, even if all the circumstances look like it's absolutely impossible, even if it's literally, physically not possible for you to get what you want, how do you do it? You get it with undying focus, undying knowing, knowing that it's going to happen and being ever so clear. And what really cracks me up about this story is it really didn't take that long for him because he was that sure of himself and he was that knowing. And I, I was pretty committed, but boy, I'll tell you, I'm no match for buddy. Knowing start right now, start by saying those great little positive mantras, those little silent things to yourself that sound like I've got this. I've got it. I know it. I can do it. I'm going to be like buddy. I've got buddy energy. I've got buddy focus. I'm buddy focused on this. I'm going to get this object of my desire with buddy focus. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that. And I think we could all take a lesson from my little buddy. See you soon. I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk (laughs) up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think back. That crazy lady was smiling. (laughs) You're doing the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey, Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?